Hey guys, it's Marvelous and Paranormal coming at you once again. I'm outside listening to fireworks. Uh, so, if there's nothing I could do sound-wise to keep that from going on. So, actually I enjoy hearing them, but uh, podcast-wise I can't do anything sound-wise. Now, I'm going to talk about various topics, but the only thing that's coming into mind is that I have experienced somebody who loves to argue. Now, I am not going to mention any names, but I will say this. We were arguing about uh, between two different kind of Michael Myers. There's one that is the Mike Myers the comedian and he is recognized as Mike Myers only and there's Michael Myers a series or on uh, the silver screen which is that he is a supernatural killer who keeps on killing on Halloween. So, basically, the way it went down is that I was trying to state my fact that Michael Myers is always always a serial killer in Halloween. And Mike Myers is always the comedian who was always Austin Powers and Shrek. And let's just say this person did not want to hear that. So I got mad when she stomped on my words. And, um, well, let's just say that I used some colorful words that I'm not proud of using. But uh, she needs to learn who is uh, the Michael Myers she needs to be referring to. Because she's in, like, a trivia that's uh, a horror movie-based. Um, she, well, I didn't say really the sex of the person, but let's, let's just say it is a she for a moment. But she needs to know who, um... Between the Michael Myers that you're going to be referring to movie-wise, Michael Myers is always a serial killer in Halloween. Mike Myers is always a comedian in movies via Austin Powers and Shrek. There you go. As simple as that. I am not uh, saying that I'm going to argue until she learns something she has to find out for herself but since she doesn't want to listen to me for educational purposes I uh, well that's going to be a learning curve that she's going to have to offer herself so let me just say that this narcissistic person, or any narcissistic person, will get no love from me or no attention from me anymore. So that's one subject out of the way.
what else am I going to be talking to you about? Well, I have read maybe one story from uh, Scary Stories of Joe in the Dark, and I just purchased the the movie tonight as well. So it's okay. There are two versions of Scary Stories of Joe in the Dark. Um, the first version is well. The one I'm referring to right now, so it's kind of like the whole scenario, like uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? I'm thinking the egg came first, which is actually the documentary one, uh, came first before Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, um, the movie. So, <coughs> you know... Excuse me. You know what I find interesting? Is that... Uh, <clears throat> I didn't know the uh, schools tried to ban these books. My school always had it. And this was like... In the 90s? What, what was it? 93, 97? Around there? Gee whiz. I never knew that was going on. It's it's kind of like what they tried to do with Harry Potter books. Come on. There's a moral lesson to it. Why can't you see that um, these are friends rescuing uh, one another uh, based on having trust and friendship? And all of this good stuff in Harry Potter. And they try to ban the books because it relates to witchcraft. Yes, they are real, like, um, what do you call like, herbs and roots. And, uh, in there. But J.K. never really dedicated that book to any witches or wizards or anything in today's world, let's say. No, there's nothing occultish about it. I mean, there's always Christmas. The decorating the Christmas tree with magic. Of course they celebrate Christmas. So, they weren't celebrating Yule that's a pagan holiday. If they were doing a different celebration, it would be Yule, not Christmas. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting way into in-depth with this. Um, anyway, this one, I could sort of understand where they're coming from. I mean, the gruesome imagery in there is... not it's not kid friendly that's putting it pretty mildly and uh, when I when when I think about it I I was like oh sure I mean when I 
read those books in my tween years. I mean, I wasn't um, a teen yet, I don't think. I, I, I mean, don't quote me on that. I was around 10 or 13 when I first read these books, but my school always had them. So I don't even know what the problem was, why they tried to ban them. Seeing it as an adult, yeah, I can sort of see where, uh, what the problem is and why they would have a problem with it. But banning the, the books is just going to make the books even more intriguing to read. Okay, let's get these books before they're banned. I want to see what all the hoopla is about. Um, so, that goes on to my uh, next point. So, I, I mean, I watched a little bit of that documentary. Uh, uh, as, as a matter of fact, I'm doing laundry at this moment. I think I have two more to go and I should be done. Now, Scary Stories, the movie. Now, this one I've been meaning to make a review on. But I have to um, somehow, before I make a proper review, I should watch this movie again and then come back on here and add this as like the next episode, the next segment. Now, when I do that, be able to give a proper rating. I'm pretty sure it's going to be 5 out of 5 stars coming from me. I mean, that's my honest opinion. But, like I said, I just purchased it. I, I, I've watched it before, obviously. But I just don't have the right opinions right now. But I could tell you one thing that was memorable from the movie right offhand is the... Uh, Scarecrow that's actually in the, what is it, the first or second book? Can't remember. It's it's the one that has Harold in there. And that's like the uh, uh, Scarecrow that comes along that night and uh, turns one of the tormentors that was tormenting him into a Scarecrow as well. So that one uh, disturbed me in a PG-13 manner. And what else? The... The Red Room. I don't know why it's called The Red Room. It, it was never called The Red Room. It's got that pale lady, that uh, chubby, pale face, beady eyes, uh, uh, chubby lady in there. Now, I can understand why they try to ban this book in this reason right here, but I, I'm just saying, the more books that you try to ban, you're just going to make the books a little more intriguing to, to read, so I would just leave it be. I mean, you could try, sure, but why try to ban books when it makes it more intriguing anyway? Um, now, I remember this creature scared me. I want to call her a lady, but no. Um, 
the I can't find the right words. I can't find the right words. Um Basically, she was only in one direction, and then the, the boy tries to uh, find an exit at a different direction, and he tries to go right, he tries to go straight, he tries to go left, he tries to go the other direction, he tries all of these other tactics, and then the more that he tries, the more of her duplicate self uh, appears in each four corners, and... Um, one of them actually comes close enough to him, hugs him, and then puts him into his belly, and we're figuring that he died that way, but we can never really know for sure. They're, they are actually working on the sequel. Uh, I mean, it's in pre-production, but hopefully the pandemic lifts soon so we could actually get a second movie out of this. I'm awfully curious as a longtime Alvin Schwartz fan of those books. I mean, if he were still around, I'm sure he would uh, publish more books, I'm sure of it, but uh, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but unfortunately, we're not going to find out, are we? I mean, he passed away in 92. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. But anyhow, this is Marvelous and Paranormal coming at you once again. Talk about various topics, pretty much. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever you may be listening to this podcast at this very moment. And goodbye. Peace out.